Welcome to Feed Your Health, a weekly podcast with your host, Morgan Shepard, where we'll be taking a deep dive into the big dial movers of health, focusing on movement, nutrition, and stress management. You'll get tangible takeaways, tactical knowledge, and exclusive stories to inspire and empower you on your transformational health journey. Let's get thriving. Welcome to the podcast. Today, I'll be talking about different ways for you to help yourself along this process of weight loss and figure out what the next step is. It's not just about making a whole bunch of changes because a lot of times we feel extremely overwhelmed about where to start and breaking the process down into those initial first steps can be really beneficial. So the truth is that making behavior change is hard and a lot of times we don't know where to start. We're faced with this big overwhelming sense of, oh my god, I don't even know. You've gained a bunch of weight, your clothes don't fit, you're not feeling good in your skin, you're not feeling good in your body, and you know you want to make a change. Now, as coaches, we talk a lot about the different stages of change and where you are on that scale, how ready you are, how willing you are, how able you are. And figuring out that is one of the key elements that go into this whole process. But when you're doing it on your own, it's very different. You basically sit around and try and decide what the next step is. And I think one of the biggest things that you can do outside of figuring out why you want to make a change, what your personal motivation is, is to really commit to the process and set up your environment for success. But I think a lot of times we jump into what are we going to do first? Like what, what changes are we making in our life and all of this without actually diving into what our bigger vision is, why we're doing this. We have to make sure that any kind of motivation that we're using is coming from internal sources. We're just inundated with stuff from social media, but if you're using outside sources, external motivators to drive you, oftentimes they're just going to perpetuate your potentially low self-esteem. That's going to cause issues later on when you realize that those motivators aren't actually useful and they're not helping you get farther along in your goals because you just end up comparing yourself to other people, which doesn't feel good. Finding your internal motivation is key. And one of the ways that we do that in coaching is helping you develop your vision for success. What does the ideal version of you look like? Your best self. How are you presenting yourself? How are you showing up in your day? What do you do? You could create a whole life vision that does include your job and your relationships and all of that. Or you could create one that is specifically towards health and wellness. I personally think that they go together and that the best version of you is the whole you. And that includes every from job to relationship to environment and social support and all of these things, including health and wellness and nutrition, fitness, etc. But sometimes that feels overwhelming and sometimes there are certain things that you know need to change or know that aren't your favorite, but you can't really do anything about them yet. So that might feel overwhelming. Starting with that big vision, one of the ways that we do that is we help you identify what your strengths and your values are. When you're able to figure out how you guide your life, like what you value, I mean, what is most important to you in life, what your priorities are. For me, health is so important. Without my physical health and my mental health, I'm not able to function at my best self. And I know that that may not be a priority in your life and you may want 
it to be, but you're not there yet. And as far as your strengths, what are you already good at? Where have you had past successes? What have you done well in the past? And where's your knowledge coming from? What sort of talents do you have? What sort of emotional skills do you have? How do you handle certain challenges and situations? Do you have a fixed mindset around certain things? Do you have a growth mindset when you're faced with a challenge and you're like, hey, this this is cool. This is an opportunity for me to grow and learn and move past certain things. So I think that developing this greater vision of where you want to go, what your ideal self is, and figuring out the values and strengths that you have that can help get you there is key on this journey towards weight loss and body transformation. Because if you don't know where you want to go, then it's really hard for you to track your progress and pick actionable steps that are actually going to get you there. So that's the first step. And then from there, once you have that, figuring out how to begin to implement ways that you can live in alignment with your values and use your strengths to help support that. And that looks like creating behavior change and doing little tiny actions that will move you forward in that process. Well, how do I do that? So basically, you know, once you have the big vision, break it down into a three-month goal. It's so much easier when you have it down into a quantifiable, smaller amount. You're able to see progress better and feel more confident and competent in the journey, in the process. So develop a three-month goal. It's sort of going to be an outcome goal of like, well, what are you looking for? What can you really expect to do in three months? What behaviors would you like to see consistently showing up in your life in three months? For me, recently, that was I want to be able to be strength training three to four times a week for about a half an hour to 45 minutes each session within three months. I know people talk about SMART goals all the time, but it's going to be specific, measurable, attainable, and realistic and time bound. So you got to make sure that you put bookends on either end of like, okay, starting at this date, I'm going to do this specific action this specific way. And I'm going to be able to know that I've accomplished it when I have done this at this time. So have a date at the end to when you're able to complete the process. In creating this three month goal, it's going to be a bit vague at first but then you want to break it down into specific actionable steps that you can take each week that will move you closer to that goal. And a lot of that becomes challenging because you're like, oh, I get overwhelmed. There's too many things. But don't look at it as I'm going to do this one goal and accomplish that and then move on to the next goal and accomplish that. Look at it more of as each little goal is going to build off of one another. And the more you do things, the more you'll be able to continue the process. Okay, how do I break it down into actionable steps each week? Like, how do I know what to do first? Honestly, do whatever feels good to you first. In coaching, what we do is we focus a lot on what you're doing well, what your strengths are, and we support that and push and lean into those strengths. So look at what habits are already a part of your life and which ones are related to health and wellness. What are you already doing that is supporting this new value or this value that you want to align with that connects to your vision? Maybe you take the stairs at work. Maybe you have a salad for lunch once a week, or maybe you do specific habits that you already do. They're already in place that help move this needle forward. 
focus on that and just amplify that a little bit more. So the more that you focus on the things that you're already doing well, the more you'll be more inclined to keep progressing forward. Part of my journey in the very beginning was that I started doing more things that were health promoting. So I started walking a lot more. And just by doing one new health related thing weekly, my brain started to be like, let me do more of this. And so I then I would drink more water because I was like, hey, I'm moving my body more. I need to support that. Or I would adjust certain eating habits so that I could better fuel my body for my new workouts that I was now doing. Basically, when you begin to implement health behaviors, just like everything else that you focus on, if you focus on something, it will grow. Being very specific and strategic in choosing what those behaviors are is a great idea, but it can also be overwhelming. It really doesn't matter matter what behavior you start with, as long as it feels good to you and it's what you want to focus on. Yes, I could sit here and I could tell you, hey, you should start with walking and you should start with strength training and you should start with eating more protein and having healthy fats and making sure that you're hydrating. Unless you want to do that and unless you're feeling like that is the direction, that is the action that you need to take this week, you're probably not going to do what I tell you. Like, that's just not how it works. So really sitting down and thinking about what is it that you want, what changes do you want to see happen, and what would your future self look like doing those behaviors? How would that work in your lifestyle? You know, if you had a life where you already did all of the behaviors that you want to do, that you want to make part of your life, what would that look like? And how would you feel about yourself? How would you feel about your day? How would you feel about the process in general? I know once I started doing all of these things, I kind of really got into fitness and I really got into nutrition and health. And hey, now it's like my entire life and I coach on it. In the beginning, I never thought that was something I would go in. That was not a direction that I ever planned to go in. I didn't even think I was an athlete. If I had had a vision sooner, I might have gotten here sooner. Don't try and do too many things at once. I know in my reels recently, I posted about just doing one thing and focusing on one change for like a couple weeks before you begin to implement anything else. I know a lot of times you might work with a coach and they're going to give you macros and they're going to give you a workout plan and they're going to say, do this journal exercise and do this thing over here and do this thing over here. They're trying to give you the best value possible. And I understand that and that absolutely makes sense. But it can also be extremely overwhelming for the client because they're like, I don't have time for that and they just feel overwhelmed and then they're liable to not do any of the things because they're just so flustered thinking about this whole process. So in the beginning, just pick one thing and go with that. And it might seem like, oh, but that's going to make the process take so much longer. A, it is a long process. Accept that. Move on. B, the cool thing about this whole process, and it's taken me a while to realize this, but I get excited about it. When you begin the process, it feels like you're doing one change at a time, and that feels like it's going to take forever. But the thing that also happens is that things build on each other so that what was hard at first becomes easier because now you're doing new behaviors that support that. You're creating this momentum with each new additional behavior, each new change that you begin to put into your life. For example, say you start strength training a couple times a week and like it's 
hard at first and you have a lot of gym anxiety and you have trouble making it there and like you don't always do the workouts to the best of your ability because it feels embarrassing and you're scared and you're like unsure of what you're doing. But the more that you do it, the more comfortable you get with it so that then you can push your level up to the next level and you're like, okay, I'm learning things. I've grown a little bit. What can I do now to improve upon that? What sort of performance goals can I work towards? How much more can I lift? And by doing these things, by growing within your little changes, everything is interconnected. When your body begins to change, your mental health begins to change, and you begin to think in a more healthy manner, develop awareness around your habits and your behaviors and different patterns that show up and different triggers that might affect your food choices or your decision to go work out. And those things compound on top of each other because then you're able to see, hey, if I eat in this manner, I feel better. If I eat in this manner and I support my body for its workout and I add in the extra steps every day, my body feels better. And the more your body feels better, the more your brain feels better and the more you are motivated to do the thing. Momentum is key and building momentum comes from starting with that one little behavior change and building on that each week. And it gets easier. I promise you it gets easier because you outgrow that you outgrow that challenge because then you move on to a new challenge. And I get so excited about that because even now as an athlete, after I've been in sports for who knows how many years, decades, I still have moments where I'm like, this is really hard and I'm fighting it and I'm, I'm just putting up barriers and limiting myself. And then I'm like, wait, if I just move through this process and I accept that this is a learning opportunity and I'm able to grow in this situation rather than fight it, rather than limiting myself and preventing myself from expanding and moving forward, how much better can I be? And and what other opportunities will open up for me? You might be saying, well, I'm just trying to lose weight and I'm just trying to fit into my clothes. And that is amazing. And I support that. And let's keep working on that. But also, there are so many more doors that open when you begin to accept that health is something that you can achieve. You can be an athlete. You can go on adventures. You can go hike trails. You can go and do these raves that are four days long. And I think developing that vision really helps you think about what is possible for you. And I try and be a role model and just show people what is possible. Because like sometimes you don't think that it is possible for you and you just get stuck in that mindset of life could never be like that for me because it's so far away. But I think it can be. I think realizing that it might take longer than you want it to, but once you get the ball rolling, it starts to roll faster and faster and faster, usually. Obviously there's plateaus and everybody's situation and circumstances are different. There's certain health issues and challenges that different people have, but the process is usually building on top of itself and creating momentum. So all of that, and what I really wanted to talk about was setting your environment up for success, because that's one of the easiest changes that you can make. It doesn't require motivation. It literally requires planning and making lists and executing. I'm really not big on deprivation and eliminating all of these treat foods from your diet, because I think that if you eliminate things, then you're more likely to binge on them later. However, I do think sometimes there is a benefit in in cleaning out your cabinet, in cleaning out your fridge, and eliminating a lot of 
those things from being in your house. This doesn't mean that you can't have them, but it does mean that you're more in control of what food you keep at home or what food is brought into the house. So for me, when I was going through my transition away from ice cream, I made a little pact with myself that if I was going to have ice cream, I had to get up and go to an ice cream shop in order to have it which was a lot of effort. And I didn't always do it, but sometimes I did. And that was great. And I had my ice cream and it was fabulous. You could also make the pact of, well, you're not allowed to eat out of the pint, put it in a bowl. That little extra effort really helps you have a better handle of the situation. But what I mean also by setting your environment up for success, look at your day. Where are there little bits of time that you could use to meal prep? or to pack your clothes for the day so that you can go to the gym on your way home or before work? How can you adjust your schedule so that you can get more sleep? How can you find a way to meet with a friend so that you're more likely to get in a workout? Or if you go to a class or if you go for a walk together on your lunch break. You know, I keep talking about finding ways that you can versus ways that you can't because a lot of times we come up with all these excuses as to why we can't do something. And that can be extremely frustrating because then you're just standing in your own way. And I think reconnecting with your reasons to change is super important at times like that because it allows you to reconnect with the vision that you've created for the better self that you want to become. And then you're able to be like, okay, so how can I create behavior change that aligns with those values? How can I become the person that does these things? Rather than fighting it. And you'll always have moments where you fight it. And you'll always have moments where you come up with excuses why you can't do something. But a lot of the process comes down to committing to the fact that you want to do this and creating a plan of action. Taking emotion out of the process. You have emotion around your vision, but when it comes to actual implementation, don't overthink it. Don't give yourself the time to say no. When I was training for Ironman, a lot of it was I had to get up at five in the morning to get into workout before work. And I really didn't want to. And if I laid in bed too long, I would talk myself out of it. We are very good at talking ourselves out of change. But if I set it up in such a way that my alarm went off, I got three extra minutes of sleep with snooze, and then I got up. I forced myself to just go through the motions, put on the clothes I had laid out, grab the bag I had laid out, walk out the door, get in the car, put on the jams and tunes I had picked out, go to the gym or the pool or whatever the training exercise was for that morning and get it done. I didn't overthink it. I didn't ask if I was having a good time. I didn't like think about how sore my body was or how much sleep I got or any of those things. I just got it done. And sometimes I missed it, you know? Sometimes I didn't get the workout done. But I didn't beat myself up about that. I just looked at that as a learning opportunity of, okay, what could I have done better in the next time? How could I have made it easier for me to accomplish this goal? And I think a lot of times we forget that, you know, weekly goals, they're really just experiments for how to figure out what the best way for you to get this thing done is. Everybody's going to be different. So what works for you and what works for me and what works for some else is all going to be different. Finding the best solution for yourself is the experiment. So to recap, create a vision, figure out your values and your strengths and how aligning with them can help support that vision. Break that vision down into three-month goals 
And then from there, break it even further down into the incremental behavioral change action steps that you take each week that will build on top of each other and support getting towards that big goal. And each incremental action step each week will help compound on top of each other. So it builds momentum and it creates this cascading effect of health behaviors. Hopefully some of that makes sense. Hopefully you found it useful. Leave me a review and a rating. As always, thanks so much for listening. I truly value your presence and appreciate you. And I'll talk to you next week. Ciao!